Blog Talk Radio. giving me a chance to be on your show. I really enjoyed it. Uh, Thank you so much, Tori, for joining me. Oh, it was a pleasure. We could have done two hours, Michael, you know? <laughs> One more. Okay. Please, don't be me. It is you, dear, 727. Oh, my God. I didn't think I was talking to anybody. <laughs> you were talking to Michael. Oh, I my God. Good evening, everybody. It is our early show, Monday, February 4th, 2013. You're listening to Be The Light Now Radio Network, and I'm your host, Reverend Michael. 
Hopefully everyone has had themselves a wonderful day. Mine has been crazy, it's been screwy, and boy, I can do a whole show on what I've just been through in the last hour. I'll make it two hours. Uh, anyways, we also have to send out um, thoughts and uh, prayers to the family of uh, one of our um, faithful listeners, uh, uh, Isis Joy. Uh, it's been brought to my attention that she was uh, murdered last night. So uh, we've got to send out thoughts and prayers to her family. Um, you know, and, and help her spirit to go ahead and continue on. Uh, this is a crazy world we live in, and um, you know, it's, it gets crazier, crazier by the day. And um, um, yeah, I'm getting a a message on there, and um, and, and for you know, everyone else, real quick, real fast. Uh, because we've got our wonderful guest back on here only for an hour, and then we have another wonderful guest coming on here as well. Um, everyone knows what I've been dealing with, with for Louis for his health care and everything else and being concerned. Um, now he may have a malignant tumor on his foot, and if it is, you know, he, he's in rough shape, and the doctors just don't seem to care. Well, I complained to corporate, and the doctor wrote in uh, that, um, you know, uh, I was confused. I twisted things around, and this goes to the fact of the quality of health care we have in this country and why you could say what you want about Obamacare or anything else. But when it comes to the quality of care, depending on what insurance you have, you do get treated differently. Because he wrote in the email that he wrote back to corporate to complain um, that If they think it's necessary to state uh, on there, uh, they only knew how much Medicare pays for the time we invest with them. They will be appreciating the kind of care we give for them, and so and not so much hmm, bullshit. He put bu and dot 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 and shit. Uh, he goes, uh, don't understand when I called Louis uh, my other half about the blood issue. They don't understand on Medicaid. If you want a Mercedes Benz. But you only have for a Volkswagen. I guess you have to accommodate for what they have and not for what they want. That's from a doctor at a clinic that is actually a non-profit clinic referencing people on Medicaid. Like, you know, you want the quality of care that a Mercedes-type payments would get you, but you can only afford a Volkswagen. So you know what? Complain to your senators. Complain to everybody that something has to be done about the health care issue in this country. It's a crock. And, yes, I'm letting everyone know about the whole email and everything else to all 5,000-plus on Facebook, and I contacted the local media. And tomorrow I'm contacting a lawyer um, because this is just BS. And he actually made reference to President Obama that he doesn't care if I went ahead and contacted him personally about it. So guess what? I did. I said, here you go. Here's an example of, of why we have a problem on here, because instead of taking a Hippocratic oath to helping people, they're more concerned about how much money they're going to get paid. I understand they have bills to pay and all, but still, this is from a nonprofit agency. So I just had to go ahead and voice my concerns on this. So, bitch, complain, do whatever you need to. And he's even threatening to go ahead and discharge Louis because I'm complaining. So that's going to be really fun. So anyways, everybody, we have ourselves one heck of a show in store for you today because I've been trying to get her back on here for so long, and she's just so busy, so famous, so wonderful, and you know, it's just been so hard to get her back on here. i got to find her in the queue. Do, 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 do. Yes, the very wonderful, the rock girl herself, Miss Allison Hayes. Hello, my dear. 
Hey, how are you? How are oh, you? It's so great to have you back on here. I've missed you. Oh, I thank you. I'm excited to be here. I was obviously all excited all day long to, to be on the show. So. <laughs> yeah, has it been a while since we've had you on here? Yeah, yeah. I, I think last fall, October maybe. Yeah, it's been a crazy whirlwind kind of uh, time. But, you know, hey, what do you want from 2012 and the beginning of 2013 and beyond, right? <laughs> I know. So what have you been up to since then? Oh, gosh. Um. So much, so much. I think, um, as you know, I have started, I've opened another another location in Asheville, North Carolina. So I've been going back and forth literally every about every two to three weeks um, from New York City in the Rock Room um, to the Rock Room South in Asheville, North Carolina. And I've been teaching a lot of classes, and I've been really prepping for uh, 2013 and beyond. I, I now have a 3,000-square-foot warehouse in Asheville, North Carolina, chock full of stones, and I'm going to be teaching really high-level classes in there amongst all of the stones. And then I have the Rock Room South where I do my readings, and I do, you know, I teach small classes. I've been doing a lot of lectures. I'm hitting the road this year doing um, messages to the audience from Mother Earth and Spirit, which I've been wanting to do for a long time but just haven't really made the time. And I said, you know, I'm I'm on a plane all the time, so why not rent a car and drive places when I'm there? <laughs> so um, I'm going to be doing a lot of those this year. I am actually – there's a um, guest of this appearing um i only have two minutes of fame but i'll take whatever i can get michael i'm going to be on the cindy lopper finale of um she's so unusual on her reality show on february 16th and um you know uh doing a rock reading for miss cindy lopper in the rock room new york city so that's really exciting and uh let's see so I've, i've been shooting that and four or five days of shooting gets you two minutes on on we television <laughs> Which is kind of funny, but um, I'll take it. And then, um, let's see, I have a big tour coming up in Pennsylvania, and that's the four-day affair in April, 11, 12, 13th, and 14th, two days of reading, uh, one evening of Lemurian Sea Crystal magic and mystical stuff. And I'm teaching an Intro to Rocks workshop on Saturday. It's an all-day affair. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. And my my big deal, my big excitement this year, is I'm taking a group of people to Bimini, Bahama in July for a week. I believe it's the 7th uh, through the 12th. No, I'm sorry, the 5th through the 12th. And we are going to Bimini, Bahama, a group of us, and we're going to be swimming with the dolphins and studying Lemurian Sea Crystals. And the itinerary, the curriculum for that, as far as the crystals go, I'm so excited. The first night, we're going to do a meet and greet and learn all about the history of Lemurian Sea Crystals and how they they, they um, connect to the dolphin energy. The second day, we're doing a Lemurian Seed Crystal Hunt, where they're going to um, hunt. The participants will hunt for their own crystals. On the third day, we're going to do an activation and charging of their crystals and, and connecting to the energy. On the fourth day, we're doing a moonlit um, meditation, and you're going to connect to the to Lemurian guides. On the fifth day, we are doing planetary gridding, how to set up your your crystals in order to connect to the um, you know the, the the planet as well, and help heal it and connect to other light workers throughout the, the the globe, really. And on the the last night, we're doing a sacred Lemurian seed crystal ceremony and attunement. So I'm so psyched about that. I'm already prepping the stones. I've also started a crystal garden down here in Asheville, North Carolina, working with all sorts of vortexes, planetary healing, things like that. And I finally posted my spring schedule on the sacredstoneschool.com. 
And, um, you know, all of the classes and workshops are listed there, mostly in New York City and Asheville, through August. So I think uh, I think that about covers it. <laughs> wow, you've been busy. Yeah, you're busy. Yes, super busy. And along the way, I I'm I'm so excited and proud to announce that I was adopted by a rescue puppy um, on October 8th. He rescued me, and uh, he's now come to live with me. Whenever I'm home, I, I do have a very great caretaker when I'm not home. And so I was adopted by a little rescue puppy. Uh, his name is Willie. We really wonder. So that, uh-huh. that's also my big news because I lost a, a really a really great guy. His name was Rudy, my little boy. He was a Chihuahua um, dachshund rescue I had for uh, nine years, and he passed away in 11, and I was quite heartbroken. And so Will, Willie came along uh, a year later and, and rescued me. So that was that's my, my, my greatest excitement so far. <laughs> cool. Yeah, me too from uh, four months ago. Um because actually, back in March last year, I had to put my shepherd mix down after uh, 15 years. Oh, it's never and, easy. I don't care how old they are. Yeah, no. Um, and I was like, you know, so much going on. I'm not getting another puppy. The whole bit. And about six months to the day, uh, I saw a Facebook post for the Humane Society and saw this cute shepherd mixed dog looking. And he was just all smiles, and I'm like, oh, he's adorable. And looked just like the shepherd mix we put down. And so it's like, well, let's go look at him. At least go give him some loving or something, you know. And we went there and, you know, wasn't barking, wagging his tail, licking all over us and all. I said, all right, that's it. He's going home with us. Oh, bless you, bless you. Yeah. Now, isn't Facebook a great venue for that? I heard a dirty rumor, and I hope it's only a dirty rumor, that Facebook is going to out, rule out the animal rescue posts. Um, so if that happens, I'm going to let you know so we can repost it and sign the petition because so many lives have been saved by Facebook. Oh yeah. Um, and um, it's funny because this this it's you know through Facebook and um, we saw a, a, a Craigslist ad of a puppy given away and down here in in the Carolinas you don't do that because they use them for horrible things. Yeah. And so that's what happened. But it was through the magic of, of Facebook. You know, a lot of people poo-poo Facebook, but if you use it responsibly, it can certainly reach out to a lot of people and, and save a lot of lives. So um, that's that's a great story. So I love hearing things like that. Yeah, and, and now he's 74 pounds and Ooh. a handful, and, yeah, he's a big dog. What's he his thinks name? he's lucky. Oh, how lucky. Yeah, no pun yes. intended, right? Yep, and he actually has his own Facebook page, too. I have to find him. I have to find yeah. him. So, yeah, he's uh, he decides that he wants to be a lap dog sometimes. So when I'm trying to do the show, he'll jump up on the couch and try to go ahead and get on my lap. And I'm like, you know, you're a little heavy, especially when he steps in certain parts of the anatomy where it's like, ah, hello. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Too funny. Oh, yeah. how lucky is lucky, right? How lucky are you? Yeah, because he, he has brought so much joy into our hearts and it's so wonderful. And, yeah, uh, it's amazing how they can do that, right? And that's why I tell people during the holidays, I said, you know, if you're thinking of going ahead and getting um, a puppy, go to a rescue. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And you know what? It's great because the rescues make sure that they're vetted, okay, so they're healthy, they're neutered, they're, you know, they're they're spayed, they're wormed. Uh, a lot of times they're potty trained, and, and, you know, you know what kind of animal you're getting because, you know, they've had a chance to work with them. So I think that that's a, a you know, I always do rescue. You know me, so... <laughs> Um, but I'm, I'm so happy to hear that, and I hope that other people can open their hearts and, and reach out and, and adopt them too. Yeah, because that's all they want is just uh, just loving. 
you know, and um, you know, and that's uh, that's what we have from him. I mean, he waits for me until you know I get home when I go any place, and loves going to to the park. And he he's not spoiled at all, though. I mean, he's got three beds: one in the living room, one in the dining room, <laughs> one in the bedroom. Not spoiled. Yeah, it's not at all. Not at no. all. Too funny. That is awesome. I'm so I'm so I have to go now. Where did you say the page is? Because I'm on your Facebook page right now. But how, how, how do I get to his page? Oh, um, hold on. I can get that one there because he's uh, he was actually listening in uh, when I first got him, and he uh, decided to start barking. And I'm like, you know, what are you barking for here? You know. Um, and if you go Facebook.com, Lucky. B-T-L mascot, M-A-S-C-O-T, that will be his page. Oh, okay, very good. I'll make sure to check that out. Yeah, he's, he's the Be the Light mascot. Indeed, indeed. Oh, I love it, I love it, I love it. So, Well, how old is he? He's a year old now. Oh, okay, so he's he's going to be around for a very long time. So. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. yep. So, uh, yeah, he uh, just turned a year old uh, the end of January from what we estimated. So, and... Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a little handful sometimes. Gets a little moody, but it's like you know he's still a puppy. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Well, congratulations. congratulations. Thank you. So, uh, how's the uh, clinics going for you? Uh, what do you mean clinics? Well, you've got. Uh, don't you have a clinic? You got the um, your business, correct? Oh yeah, yeah. The the oh, the, the um, well, the Rock Room NYC and the Rock Room. Um, uh, South, they're great. They're really great. I'm, okay. I've been like shuttling back and forth between them, and and it's really great. I just came back from two weeks in New York City where I taught um, a lot of really high level Reiki classes, high level psychic development classes, and then um, I came back down to Asheville uh, to teach intro classes. And now I'm going back up next week, February 13th, actually, and I'm teaching Rocks and Reiki three. Uh, Rate traditional Reiki masters, psychic development uh, level one, intro to rocks, rocks 101, and rocks 102. So I'm cranking that out <laughs> within uh, three weeks, and then I'll be back down here for March to teach uh, a, a bunch of level two classes. So it's really great. You know, I get on the plane, an hour and a half later I get off the plane, and I go from one amazing city to another, and I meet lots of, of really wonderful souls, and it's it's a good life, Michael. I'm I'm blessed. It's, and you know what? It keeps me busy. You know, I, I was talking to somebody the other day, and they're like, "Do you ever, do you ever sleep?" And I said, "Yeah, actually, I sleep seven to eight hours a night, and I get a really good sleep." I said, "But I do work seven days a week, so <laughs> you know, there are trade-offs." But I'm so lucky to be doing what I'm doing, um, and it's 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 a blessing. So um, everything is going really well. And like I said, I'm going to start the the lecture route and and the messages to the audience this year. So. Um, you know, I'm kind of branching out and doing that as well, as opposed to just kind of staying in two places. So there'll be there'll, there'll be more to come. Cool. So any um, any new uh, crystals to your collection? Oh gosh, yes, indeed. Um, I have. I'm actually, you know, I'm 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 adding a whole nother program to the Rockwell Sacred Stone School called Planetary Gridding. So I have. A complete uh, Reiki program, it's traditional Reiki, then I have rocks and Reiki, and then I have sacred energy healing. So there's three levels there, and then my psychic development is psychic development, you know, three levels of that, mediumship, three levels of that, and past lives, three levels of that. And, of course, I have a 3.5-year program called the Master Stone Program. 
but I've just added uh, in 2013 planetary gridding. And so what I'm doing is I'm teaching, you know, you have to take the lower level classes to get to this. It's very high level. But I'm teaching people how to make crystal grids and not only activate it for themselves, but also for the planet. And then we, we learn how to connect those all over the world. And I have, I have students uh, from Singapore, Indonesia, Japan, New Zealand, Australia, France, Germany, um, uh, Denmark, and, and um, the Netherlands and, and all of that. So we're starting to connect all over the, the, the globe, which is so exciting. And, of course, South America, Bolivia, Brazil, so on and so forth, Colombia. Um, but I have been utilizing spheres. Now, we're not talking tiny little spheres, Michael. We're talking big bowling ball-type spheres. And three of them that I'm, I'm using right now at, at this time frame um, are labradorite spheres, and I just sent a whole bunch of those over to Japan, um, moonstone, black moonstone. We're not talking light moonstone. We're talking black moonstone spheres, and they have a silver sheen. And as you activate them, all sorts of circles that, that um, symbolize all of the, the planets out there start to kind of activate and come through to the surface. And then also something called septarian stone, and it's really a fossil, and it contains a lot of ancient information uh, about 25 million years ago and kind of bringing it back um, to the center right now. And so I've been using those particular spheres to kind of activate and absorb um, and connect to the energies of 2013. And this summer, I'm going to be folding in star rose quartz, which is a certain rose quartz that only comes from Madagascar. And uh, when you activate it, certain star formations come to the forefront, a certain type of amethyst, from Madagascar, and then this amazing clear, well, it's actually, it started out as clear crystal calcite. Um, and when you activate it, it turns pink. And so I'll be utilizing that a lot this summer, and I don't know what we're doing for the fall yet. But those are really exciting. And, and this clear crystal calcite, you have to climb up to the top of the mountain by foot and mine it yourself and then climb halfway down the mountain and put it on the, the, the mules and, and go to the rest of the way down the mountain. That's how, um, you know, kind of treacherous that area is and how, you know, obviously anything, you, you always have to dig for, for the treasures. And so I've been really fortunate enough to get a, a bunch of those and be working with people. And so those are the, the new and exciting uh, personal stones that I've been working with. And, um, also, for people who love Labradorite out there, you, it, you normally see the purple, the blue, the gold flash. Keep a lookout for the new frequencies of 2013 activating the pink flash. And you're going to see pink and gold, and it's really going to activate the high heart chakra that's really opening up like a lotus flower now um, as we enter 2013. And then in my rock reading uh, kit, I usually ask people to choose between 1 and 41. Well, after all these years of trying to add stones um, and it doesn't work with the mix, I've finally been able to introduce one more stone to the rock reading kit, and um, uh, now I have one in 42. But, you know, you choose between one and 42, and I'll tell you, it is a peach calcite stone, and it is all about, it symbolizes the new frequencies of the, the divine feminine in 2013 and beyond in the next 500 years of golden age. And whoever chooses that, that particular stone, we really have to take a look at what their purpose is going forward in the next 500 years of the golden age. So um, that's a new stone in my kit here, and I'm quite excited about it. So um, that's the latest and greatest, and I think it's only February 4th. <laughs> More to come.
That's definitely going to be keeping you busy, that's for sure. Oh, indeed, indeed. So do you want to go ahead and grab a uh, call real quick, and I'm going to ask you a few more questions? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. All right. Let's go ahead. We're going to bring on Melvin from Georgia. Hello, Melvin. Hello, Michael. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Hi, Melvin. Um, What is your question today? Uh, I just want to know, like, uh, what's coming up for me uh, in my relationship. Uh, Oh, okay. Is anyone coming to me? I'm sorry, I can't hear you, honey. Can you can you speak up a little more? Yes, ma'am. Uh, is anyone coming in uh, my life? Uh, as far as a romantic relationship? Yes, ma'am. Okay, very good. All right, Melvin, can you choose three numbers between 1 and 42? 32. 32, okay. Two more. Oh, I'm sorry. Um... Ten. Okay. And nine. And nine, absolutely. A number between one and four. One and four? Yeah, a number between one and four. Uh, three. I knew it, indeed. That's the romance stone. Okay, one more between one and one and six. Um, two. Two, very good. Okay, do you go to church? Do I have a what? Do you go to church, some type of church thing? A church? Yeah, do you go to church or attend services or some type of spiritual gathering? I do go to church. I haven't been uh, in a month or so. Oh, okay, yes, because I'm I'm asking because uh not that I'm telling you to go to church. Believe me, I'm I'm <laughs> I, I'm yeah. politically and, and religiously neutral. However, what they are showing is that they're you 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 chose a Lemurian sea crystal, which is all about the divine feminine energy, and you also chose the Tibetan scepter, which is about masculine energy, and it, it and the rose quartz is in there, and this is a a nice kind of um it, it's a lovely ingredient for um for romance, and it's actually leading to a, a very nice um, steady relationship. Um, however, they're showing that 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 this love I want to call her the lovely. Okay, the lovely is actually attending some type of spiritual gathering, church gathering, some type like that. And I was going to ask you if you go there because that they're showing that's where she she goes a lot, and that's a great place to meet her. Okay, um, she's probably um, somewhere around your age, if not a year or two older. Okay, but she's very wise and she's very lovely, and um, she may be recently widowed. She looks recently single. It doesn't feel like divorce. Okay, um, and that there is healing that needs to be involved. A, a nice friendship will start out first, and then somehow there's going to be a, an a, a kind of um, ignite the passion. The last stone here is the pyrite, which is all about fire. And it's funny because if you take two pyrite stones and 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 um, kind of strike them together, they produce a spark. And so, you know, you may want to, you know, you don't have to go to church every week. I'm not telling you to go. But you may want to pop your head in. And it's not so much the services. It's the gatherings around the services. I don't know if they have a potluck dinner or bingo or something through that group, okay? Okay. Um, And this woman will be hanging out there. She'll be going there a lot because she's kind of getting over some type of of loss or grief, and I and I have to tell you, it does it does the energy does feel quite like you know she she's um, um, a widow, and and she needs time for healing. She needs a good friend 
somebody's fatty and solid, and then when she's ready, um, you're you're just going to look up one day and the spark will be be lit. And so, yes, indeed, to answer your question, there is romance uh, coming into your life in 2013, okay, um, through, through a group that, that feels like a church. And, again, I, I want to call this woman the lovely. She's a very gentle energy, a very soothing energy, and it's something that you've been looking for for quite some time, correct? Yes, exactly, in- yes, Indeed. So, you know, go press the suit or the tie or whatever you wear there, okay? <laughs> yeah. um, you know, pardon me? Is there a time frame on well, that? Well, you know, it's funny. You know, whenever you push the start button, that's when it's going to happen. You see, I, I love to kind of put it that way. You, you know, if you put wash in the, in the washing machine, it can sit right. there or you can, you can push the button. And so whenever you start to venture out, really what they're showing is, is the kind of um, time that, that the flowers come up. We're looking somewhere around uh, March-ish, April-ish for you to kind of make that connection, but it doesn't mean that you shouldn't start venturing forth um, right away. She is a bit on the shy, kind of withdrawn side, so you're going to have to be just, you know, you're probably going to have to sit there a couple of times before you even make eye contact. Um, So you do have to go forth gently, um, like a gentle breeze, um, and, and just kind of, you know, allow her to feel safe. So, you know, the sooner you get going, the sooner you meet her. But it, it does feel very much like springtime when you end up finally connecting, and then it won't be till later in the summer, well, I should say late June, early July, when the sparks start to ignite. But remember, take it slow. She is going through a healing process. And I hope that helps you. It does. Thank you very much. Yes, ma'am. Oh, you are so welcome. You're so welcome. Enjoy. Thank you. Let us know how everything goes, Melvin. Okay, I will. Thank you, Michael. You're welcome. All right. Uh, amazing what the uh, the crystals say. Yes, they are. I love the stones. And it's, it's so amazing because so many people now in 2013, their energies are so much um, lighter that the, their connection to spirit is much more um, kind of instantaneous and the messages flow. Um, what, what really how the stones work with me when I do readings for people is I connect the stones through Reiki energy to the person on the other end of the phone or in person. It doesn't matter. They're equally effective because of the Reiki. And they align the chakras in the auric field of the sitter, of the client. And it therefore allows a more clear and direct connection to their guides. And so a lot of times, you know, you know as a psychic medium, Sometimes the connection can be a little hinky and, 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 you know, you have to kind of, you know, really kind of bring it in. But with the stones, it just, it, it, there's no static on the line. And so the messages come very quickly and freely. And, of course, you know, you know that, that, that the messages are only as good as, as the receiver is getting them, meaning the client open to that. Don't you just love it, Michael, when you get a client and they sit there with their arms crossed and their head, their chin out and say, no, no, <laughs> no. No, that's my favorite. Um, and that's when I say, okay, let's reshuffle the stones. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then come to find out that, uh, you know, they'll go ahead and give a response, and it'll fit to what you were getting earlier. Yes, exactly. And it's like, you were saying no. Oh, well, oh, well, yeah, I guess so now. Yeah, I know. You know, it's so funny because I went to see John Edward in uh, in New York City not too long ago. And, you know, those tickets are $175 per person. And so you go there and you think, you know, you, you want to just lick up every, lick the bowl with everything that he has to say. You know, you're yeah. on the edge of your seat. There's a family of five who probably paid 175 times five. You can do the math there. And he's talking to them and he's delivering messages and they're all going, no, no, 
no. And then, um, you know, at the end of the reading, he asked them a couple questions, and he's like, well, that's just what I said. And they're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, a lot of times it takes some time to process when the messages come that quickly because that guy is really fast. Yeah. Um, and he's just like, there, there was, a, you know, the father figure, he died, blah, 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 he's coming through. The, you know, he was talking about um, his daughter with brown hair. She's 36 years old. She works on a stage, and, and they're saying, no, no, no. And then he, he looks at the girl, and he goes, how old are you? She goes, 36. He goes, what color is your hair? And she's like, brown. And he goes, what do you do for a living? She's like, I do set design. He's like, didn't I just say that? <laughs> so, you know, uh, it, it, I guess I guess it, he calls it the deer in the headlights. You know, they're kind of standing there in front of everybody and getting nervous. So. Yep. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've had that uh, many times as well too. You know, you're doing a reading for someone, and and it's like, you know, I got this person. No, no, like he, you know, like he said, a father figure and all that. It's like, nope, nope, nope. I said, okay, well, you know, do you have a man that's on the other side in spirit that's real close? Yeah. Well, who are you hoping to contact? My dad. Uh, well, hello. <laughs> <laughs> He's been sitting here with us for the last uh, ten minutes. Yeah. And I said, that's why I'm like, you know, saying it's like a father figure, and they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. But it, they're, they're just waiting to hear certain words, certain things, and all, and it's just they're just so t lost in the moment too. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's why it's so important to come to these readings with a mind that that's a blank canvas, and 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 let the the medium and the and the psychic deliver the messages, and and really be willing to to process that. Because again, if you're looking for gray and there's black and white, which makes gray, then they'll miss the the point. So I hear you. It's amazing. But Melvin was was a fabulous. Fabulous sitter, so to speak. So I, oh, I yeah, enjoyed Melvin's reading for him. Melvin's wonderful. Love Melvin. He calls here once in a while. So, well, okay. We're going to grab one more call here. Uh, let's go to Maria in Virginia. Hello, Maria. Hello. Hi. Thank you so much. Hi. So, how can we help you tonight? Um, I'd like to know when um, Allison, you see my photography business starting to turn a profit, when the things will start to take off for me. Oh, okay. So you're a bit muffled, but let me make sure I, I heard you um, correctly. You want to know when your photography business is going to turn a profit. Is that right? Yeah, and just take off in general when I'll start to have a lot of work. Okay, great. I love these questions. Most excellent. Okay, three numbers between 1 and 42. 3, 11, and 42. 3, 11, 3, 11, 42, a number between 1 and 4. Four. Four. A number between one and six. Five. Five. Okay. Um, we're going to take a closer look because I have some questions coming up. Three more numbers between one and 42. Um, seven. Three, four, five, six, seven. Okay. Indeed, I think we are correct here. Two more between one and 42. Thirty-nine. Thirty-nine. Okay. A number between uh, – one more number between one and 42. Um. 21. 21. Bing, 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 bing. Ha, ha, you've got the new stone. Woohoo. Okay, a number between one and four. Two. Two, a number between one and six. 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 Ah, very good, very good. Okay, <clears throat> let me ask you something. What are you taking pictures of now? Um, people. People, okay. Um, 
Yeah. Now, long story short, because, you know, this could t- really turn into an hour reading, but because of the show, we won't do that. Long story short, okay, you're on the right track as far as the photography business, but what the guides want you to do, um, somehow you have the ability to see the unseen energy that's out there. Um, the new stone that we're talking about is the peach calcite, and, and, it's, and, and really the people who cho- choose that really resonate with this new 2013 energy. And, and you have, you're able to see the unseen energy, the energy around the person and also around the landscapes and things like that. I know this sounds crazy, but they also, the, the guides are saying to take pictures of like flowers and nature and energy and things like that as well. Um, you know, the people are great, okay? I see that um, you have in the first set of stones, there's a lot of love energy. What do you do? Take pictures of like uh, families and and engagements or portraits or something like that okay that's what they're showing that you do now and you do it very well and they have the soul stone in there um which is you know this is part of your purpose because you capture the energy between people and they're showing um at the end of that set of stones the um the and and i i want to clarify that you know People and, and like loving romantic pictures as opposed to headshots or business stuff. You see, um, that's where this romantic stuff is coming in. Um, because a lot of people would say, oh, yeah, everybody takes pictures of people. But I, kn- I knew from the stones here exactly the energy you were capturing. Um, the energy here, the, the last stone is, is red jasper. The stone is all about being slow and steady. And so you've been slowly building this business, this part of your business, correct? Yes. Okay, they're showing the month July. Now, when the guides talk to me, I always close my eyes, whether I do readings in person or over the phone, and and a screen drops down, and they either write things, type things, draw things, or show me pictures. And they're writing the word July. They're stamping it, actually. And so your slow and steady work in the genre of romantic, loving, family, portrait, energy stuff, that you're really going to start to see that kind of turn a profit. They're answering your question directly. Don't you love these guides? Um, in the month of July. Okay. Don't know whether it's because of weddings, engagements, things like that. All right. However, they have. That's why we wanted to pull another set of stones for you. Okay. Um, with the new frequency that's coming, you know, they also want you to add, not not substitute, not take something away, but add. Um, and, and a new genre to your photography business. And it's capturing the energy of Mother Earth. Um, they keep showing me flowers. I don't know why. I don't know whether you like flowers or people are, you know. But if you do landscape photos or, or close-ups of flowers, something that, that reflects the Mother Earth goddess energy, um, people are going to buy that stuff. Um, and, and it's important because you're one of the few people who can actually not only see it but capture it on film. Um, and, and so you might want to add a whole other um, section to your photography business. And that's going to um, uh, really attract a whole new group, uh, more artsy, um, more holistic, and bring all of that, a whole new genre to your photography business. Mm. And by this time next year, um, you're going to be seeing not only a nice, you know, not only a profit from one, but a, a profit from both. Does that make sense? Oh, wow. Okay. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, and it's important. Now, you can tinker around with this and play with this, but it's important because, um, you know, anybody who pulls this this new stone that I've added to my kit this year um, in 2013, it's all about, you know, capture, you you know, they're messengers um, bringing a message into this, this new world age of 2013 and beyond. And I'm not saying, you know, kick the romantic people pictures out of bed. 
at all because that's like a nice steady income. But really um, getting the message out about Mother Earth, about healing, about the magic of of the, the unseen energy and not only is it going to be profitable but it's going to be fun and it's going to be a nice kind of um kind of uh injection um what they're showing me they're, they're kind of infusing that's the word they're showing is infusing of of the metaphysical um into your corner of the world so i do hope that helps it did wow that was, that was completely inspiring I'm blown away well you should be you have the peach calcite stone and and it's amazing. And you also another telltale sign here is you have the citrine scepter. And citrine is all about um, you know cleansing and renewal. And the scepter is about um, you know uh, self empowerment. But the way this is sitting amongst the other stones, it means going off as a warrior in a brand new direction. But it doesn't mean leaving anything behind. It just means growing another part of your business. So congratulations. It looks like you have a, a, a very important job to do, and it's going to be very rewarding. Ooh, I know also, just bring the goddess energy into it. And really, the, the flowers are, are kind of a symbol for the goddess energy and the divine feminine. And you may be actually taking pictures of women, mature women, and, and bringing that, that beauty and wisdom out within the photos. Because obviously, you do something with the face, the lighting, and the eyes, yeah? Yeah, I've been thinking about doing that with the older older men and women, yeah. Yes, indeed. That's going to be... That that you know again they just showed me the goddess the flower and and bringing out the goddess within a lot of of these wise women. Uh, I'm not saying don't you know don't pay attention to men, but really your uh, your message is to, is to get that wisdom out. And you'll you'll see what I'm talking about. And do find me this time next year and let me know how you're doing. Oh well, definitely. Thank you. You are welcome. All right, have fun with that. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. You're welcome, Derry. Have yourself a great night. Woo, that was fun, wasn't it? Oh, wonderful, wonderful. I love it. Alrighty, I'm reshuffling my my stones here, so I think we're we're good. They're heavy, that's why I'm breathing all funny, so Oh, okay. I thought it was just me. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> I know, you have that effect on people. Okay. Uh well I know I've been raising some people's blood pressure lately, but that's okay. <laughs> So, you ready for another one then? I sure am. Okay. Let's go ahead and bring in Christine from Florida. Hello, Christine. Hi there. So, how can uh, Allison help you? Hi, Allison. Um, I was hoping you can give me some insight to um, my love life as well, like the other caller. Okay. So, you want to, the more specific the question, the more specific the answer. So, uh, be very detailed, only because I want to give you as much information because we don't have much time left. Um, I would like to know if I will be um, married, will be getting married. Okay, very good. Three numbers between 1 and 41. 31. 31, okay. Now, Seven. two more, yeah, what did you say, the next one? Seven. 17. Okay, boom, okay. And one more. Um... Eleven. Eleven. Okay. All right. A number between one and four. Two. A number between one and six. Three. One, two, three. Okay. Three more numbers between one and forty-two. One. Thirteen. Mm-hmm. 
41. Okay, very good. A number between 1 and 4. Uh, 3. Okay, a number between 1 and 6. 5. 5. Okay, are you with someone now or did you just break up with them? Um, I'm not with anyone, but I, I am very close with someone, but not in the way I would like it to be. Okay, all right. Well, the short answer to your question is yes, you will be married. That's a big question. To who, to the right person, and when? You got all these questions. See, again, this could be a one-hour reading. Um, however, they're showing that there, there, you know, um, there is some residue left over from a previous relationship that you have to kind of um, let go. And it's really weird. They're showing, like, wash it out of your hair for some reason. I don't know whether, I don't know what that means right yet. But, um you know, they, it, it's still like um, like stuck up in your, your intellect is what I think the guys are trying to show. A lot of times we have residue around the heart chakra, but do you think about this previous relationship? There clearly was some mistrust and un, unfulfilled promises in that relationship, correct? Yes, it's with the same person. Okay, very good. Okay, see, that's why I asked you if you're with someone or you just broke up with them. Um, so, you know what, to be completely honest with you, Okay, this particular person is not the glass slipper relationship for you. Can you hang on? Can you kind of lower the bar? Can you wait around and make this work? And eventually it could go in that direction? Absolutely. However, um, something tells me, that would be your guides, that you're really looking for the glass slipper, okay? And the glass slipper, you know, in, in the symbolism, the way my guides, my guides show it, is not... Um, you know, kind of unrealistic. It's just the perfect fit. You know, a lot of us, you know, we grow up princess fairy tales. We want the fairy tale wedding, and then guess what? <laughs> you know, real life starts. And um, so it's not un an unrealistic goal, but in this case, it's the perfect fit. And so what it's showing is that you have to take a look within. Okay, decide that you love yourself as much, if not more, than you did yesterday, and that you, you know, gosh darn it, I deserve more. All right. They're showing the angelite stone, They're showing, uh, which, which is about raising your frequency. And it's also, um, you have this amazing stone. It's a white stone called white onyx. It's a very rare stone. It's about karmic healing, okay? After all these years of kind of rift and cracked karmic heal karma, it's now beginning to heal. And the rhodochrosite is love thyself first, and then another person will love you, you afterwards, okay? So you have some some healing to do. The good news is I pulled a second set of stones, okay, and as soon as you kind of get over that residue, um, you have one of the best stones in the bunch as far as relationships goes. It's a malachite egg. Eggs are a sign of new beginning. Malachite is health, wealth, and prosperity. Then you have the citrine druzy, which is all about starting over with a clean slate, and then you have the soul stone. There's no better stone to end a reading on than the soul stone and it's it's actually called a merlin candle quartz and what i want you to envision is a big fat tall white candle with all these beautiful drippings down the side and a pointy top okay very much like a wedding cake and this is what you want to ask is you want to ask for the right partner the right husband okay the right life mate and you want a soul connection you might want to leave the soulmate part out of it because you know soulmates are here to teach us lessons and I don't think you need any more lessons in this department. <laughs> you need a life right. mate and you need peace, okay? So I'm not okay. saying that the current person, um, you know, there is no chance of a relationship, but it will be um, 
I, I don't want to say a struggle, but they're showing when they're when they're showing me energy. Um, a, a dotted line is kind of on off on off on off. Uh, a, re, a one line like going down a road is is good, and then a double line is a nice strong relationship. And right now they're showing the dotted line on off on off on off on off. What I would love to see happen for you is for you to find that double line and um, that as soon as you kind of let go of this residue empty out your cup um, you put it out there and the universe will fill it up and they're showing should you get through this and decide to move on that there is a new energy um, riding in um, on his white horse somewhere this fall are you into fairy tales or do you, do you relate to kind of that stuff because the guides also always speak in the language that you'll understand and they keep showing me this you know the glass slipper and this knight in shining armor well, I mean, I guess I'm a romantic at heart, so that. So. Well, there you go, indeed. And so, a lot of times in this current relationship, a lot of times people reconnect in order to understand, get a new perspective. You know, a lot of times you have to try on the shoe to realize that it's not the perfect fit. And what the guides are here to tell you, and I'm simply the messenger, is that that perfect fit is out there for you. And a lot of times, you know, people may need to reconnect and you may kind of want to, you know, a lot of times people forget that we need to actually go through the experience of several relationships before we find the one, Yes, you see, um, because yeah. it does add um, to our, our growth and our experience and uh, personal growth, spiritual transformation and everything. Um, and it really prepares us to receive um, the, the, the fruits of our labor. So I do hope that helps. Thank you so much. You were awesome. Thank you oh, very, very much. You're very welcome. And don't forget, that glass slipper is for real. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Wow, that was awesome. Woohoo! This is good. I'm having fun, Michael. I'm having fun. Oh, I don't know. Did we lose Michael? Oh, yeah. I was kind of hanging out over here in the abyss, shuffling my stones. Um, yeah, yeah. I, you know, we, <laughs> you know, Black Talk has been crazy lately, and um, we had some really bad problems last week. So, uh, and I did have a problem earlier today making a show page. So, uh, yeah, hopefully. you know, you know what happened? They they put their new. Um, they they put a new website up, and I think that because it's such a large um, website, there's a lot of kind of uh, glitches, so to speak. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, um, but it's funny that I I messaged Michael and I said, um, I want you to ask her this. Um, I I wanted to ask you what, how can we use stones? Like, how can we bring stones into our lives for um, you know, if we don't know about stones, or like, what's good to start with, and also. Um, you know, I know a lot of people are calling about jobs, money, finances, stuff like that, and of course, love. Is there anything we can do with stones to bring that into our lives, or to kind of clear ourselves out, or things oh, like that? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, the short answer is absolutely yes. I can give you a few stones. The long answer is, um, you know, either take one of my classes or listen to the Sacred Stone Show, because um, you know I have. Uh, you know, half an hour long shows about that. But as far as um, career and finance, the malachite egg is excellent, citrine is great, pyrite is great, red jasper. Um, and as far as finding stones for you, instead of, find, you know, saying I want love and looking up the love stones, what you right. want to do is you want to go into a metaphysical store or go to a rock show and, mm -hmm. and, and 
touch them and be around them and find the stone that you were gravitated to first and then, you know, figure out what it is and then go read about it. You know, a lot of times okay. if people are looking for love, 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 right? They'll pick up a, a, a solar plexus stone and, and they'll be like, well, this isn't for love. This is for the solar plexus. And the solar uh-huh. plexus is about self-esteem, you see? And wow. so what they have to do is work on their self-esteem, balance that out, and then the heart chakra, which is located right above that, will open up and allow them to receive. So um, that's what I love to, people have, have, love to have people do is find the stone first and then go read about it because it will tell you what, you're, what you need in order to, get your, you know, to, to bring in what you're asking for. Because the universe is always there and always ready to deliver for the highest good. And I, when people say married in love, well, I want to be married, but I want to marry the right person. I want to, the, the right and perfect husband and father, and I want this marriage to be happy. So many people say married, but they don't say happily married, you see? Right, yeah, yeah, We have to be specific about what we're looking for, right? Yeah, and that's why I always ask people in these, these on-air five-minute readings, the more specific mm-hmm. the question, the more specific the answer. Um, because they do want precise answers and we only have five minutes. But what spirit will do is take them back to the very first relationship they had, take a look at that, tell them where they where that needs to be balanced, and then it really changes the energy of the entire um, frequency when it comes to finding love now. Um, right. But if they want a specific question answered within three minutes, then we got to be more specific. So, yeah. Yeah, and I, what I find what's really interesting is that, you know, it's not always just about the reading, which is what, you know, I was trying to ask you for, which was great, is that some, there's things that we can do to help ourselves, you oh, know, absolutely. and there's always, yeah. yeah, and sometimes we need to um, do something in order for that next thing, whatever it is that we're looking for, whatever it's about, whether it's love or money or a job or, you know, a house, you know, whatever it is you're looking for, sometimes there's something else that we have to do to well, allow sure. that to come in. Well, sure, that's called pushing the start button. You know, Melvin asked yeah. about the timeline, and I said, listen, you want to put the washing, you want to put the laundry, you know, you, know, you want to do wash. You open it mm-hmm. up, you push, put the wash in, you put the uh, soap, but you got to push the start button too. And that's right, what a lot of right. people don't do is they don't push the start button. So, yeah. you know, that's what we have to do. And stones are excellent tools for self-empowerment, for, for personal growth and spiritual transformation because they do tell you a lot of what you need. And on top of that, because of the way they work with the ions, molecules, and atoms connecting to the auric field and chakra system, they actually do a lot of work for you, which is great, you see. Right, right. <laughs> But again, yeah. what we have to push the start button. Yeah, and then sorry what about, we do sorry about all phones? that. That's okay, Michael. We lost you. Yes, I know. I had an emergency at home, but uh, let me ask a real quick question: okay. What crystal or stones are good for um, general all of our health? Oh, oh. Most excellent. Start with the calcite family. Okay. Anything in the calcite family is excellent because they're cleansers. Um, more importantly, stay away from clear quartz if someone has an imbalance in their energy field because what clear quartz does is it amplifies it. And it can amplify. A lot of people like to work with clear quartz on the heart chakra because it amplifies the heart chakra. But first you want to clean it before you amplify it because if you have heartache in there, it will amplify it. A lot of times if people put clear quartz directly on their solar plexus and they have indigestion problems, it gets worse. So clear quartz, I mean, um, calcite is best. Um, and especially um, red calcite for the root chakra, orange calcite for the sacral, um, and then you have honey calcite for the solar plexus and green calcite for the heart chakra, blue calcite for the the throat and and clear for the top. And it cleans everything out, and then you can layer in 
the activating stones after that. But if you just want to kind of clear everything out. Now, for a healthy person, Michael, the calcite works great because it gets rid of all the residue and it lets the body heal itself. Because, you know, our bodies are born to heal itself. We, we cut ourselves, we heal. We break a bone, we heal. Um, you know, we pull a muscle, it mends. And so our bodies are really machines that were created to heal themselves. And what I like to do as a healer is be able to kind of open up and, and, and the earth chakra and allow the body to naturally cleanse itself and then it kick in and, and heal itself. So um, clear calcite um, is excellent for that as well, too. Any of them in the calcite family is a great place to start. So, um, And then if someone has a particular illness, you've got to clear everything out. It's like operating. You want to sterilize everything, clean everything first, and then go in with the appropriate tools. And depending on what the imbalance is um, and the dis-ease, we like to catch it in the dis-ease phase before it manifests itself in the physical form as disease, we um, you know, go to someone who is adept at their stones and we fold that in. Um, for blood disorders, bloodstone is an excellent fortifier for that. Um, any kind of indigestion problems, amber definitely soothes that. Um, you know, bronchitis, um, you're going to clear it out first with the green calcite and then layer in some rhodochrosite. So there's all different kinds of stones that you can layer in after you do the cleansing. So I hope that helps. Oh, definitely. So, I mean, um, to do that, uh, if they take them, um, say, for the stomach or anything like that, and, and just and just lay it over their stomach, or they, can they just hold on to the crystal? Um, what do they have to do with those? That is another excellent question. Okay. Thank you. Layering, um, layering the stones on the chakras, uh, you know, that's usually how it's done. However, if someone has a tremendous imbalance, whether it's a block chakra or um, something that, that is, is, is not even, you know, functioning properly and is very sensitive, work, putting the stones in the hands work best, and I'll tell you why. Um, the chakra system, our human chakra system has over 88,000 chakras. We really only deal with the main seven. But the hand chakras, there's many, many hand chakras there. You know, of course, we do, you know, the, 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 you know people do acupuncture and acupressure um, through the hands and the feet because there are so many chakras. But putting them in the hands, um, actually allows it to go through, filter through the hand chakras, go through the meridian, and it's almost like infusing an IV into the system rather than shooting it right into your arm. And so it's a gentler way. You know how you have an IV hooked up to you and it's that slow drip and it's gentler on the system? If you work with it through your hands, it's a, it's a slower um, and more steady way rather than just plopping it on the chakra. And if someone has, you know, bowel problems or a root chakra problem, then they're extremely sensitive. Plopping the stone on the chakra might be too much for them. It might be too harsh. And so going in with um, the hands is best. And, you know, I, when, when I like to put the stone, the, 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 the main stone, in the receiving hand, whether you're right or left-handed, the, the, the non-dominant hand. And always use a piece of rose quartz in the dominant hand because it just it, 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 it kind of um, tempers the effect. And it, it's a soothing balm, B-A-L-M, not balm, B-O-M-B. And so put the, the stone that you're really kind of working with in the receiving hand and hold the rose quartz in, in the more dominant hand. So that, that's a gentler way of doing it. And a lot of times, you know, I just fall asleep with the stones in my hands, and when I wake up, they're kind of all over the place. But they roll off when they're done. Cool. Because yeah, I always wondered how exactly do you work with them, you know. And, and I know a lot of other people, you know, um, 
are a little concerned about it as well. Yeah, there's many, many different ways, um, but the, the gentlest is through the hands. Cool. And also, you know, if you're at work and you need to kind of grab a stone to kind of stay grounded or clear yourself, that's that's much more, much more of a subtler approach than laying down in your office and putting them on your chakras. So it is it is uh, a, a little bit um, kind of user friendly that way as well. Cool. Well, my dear, we've run out of time for you. Oh, indeed we have. It always goes so fast. But it does. Thank you. How can everyone reach you for uh, for readings and uh, you know classes and all this other wonderful stuff? Oh, well, okay. Um, you can find me um, through my main website, which is the, T-H-E, rockgirl.com, and that's my services page and readings and stuff like that. You can also, um, if you're interested in, in workshops and classes, uh, sacredstoneschool.com. I do have that trip coming up. I'm saying it's to Lemuria, but it's really um, to Bimini, Bahamas in this lifetime. Uh, we have a few spots left. If anybody's interested, you can go through the website. You can always email me at info at com. Well, thank you, my dear, and you have yourself a wonderful evening, and I look forward to talking to you again real soon. You got it. Take good care of that puppy, and oh, uh, I look forward to you. I'll, I'll talk, I'm sure I'll talk to you in a few months, and I'll, I'll keep an eye on you on Facebook. <laughs> okay, Dale. I'll talk to you in a bit. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. I'm going to take a short little break for just a moment. Go ahead and regroup myself. Uh, I'm going to go ahead, and i got a song that's been programmed to send out some Reiki. We're going to go ahead and play that before we bring on our next phenomenal guest. And don't forget, follow us here on Blog Talk Radio because we have the best of the best. And you've got to stay updated as to what's going on with the shows because things change quickly. We'll be right back.
All right, everybody, we are back for the second hour of Be the Light Now Radio Network. And again, I'm Reverend Michael. Ah, just call me Michael. You can call me anything I want. I answer to pretty much anything. So we have ourselves another phenomenal guest. Every once in a while, we do shows like this. Where for one hour, we have one guest. Another hour, we have another guest. And there may be even a come a time where we do a third hour and out there and have a third guest. You never know what to expect. That's why, it's like I said, it's important for you to follow us here on Blog Talk Radio. And join our Facebook page as well, too. You get updated as to everything that's going on. Because right now, we have the wonderful... Oh, here she is. Okay. The very gifted Catherine Glass. Hello, Catherine. Hello, Reverend. <laughs> How are you, my dear? I'm very well, thank you. The energy is so high tonight. I was listening to Allison, and she's just so fun. <laughs> yes. And that, well, it's a wonderful show because we have both fun, energetic people on the show tonight. Yes, we're definitely twinkly. <laughs> yes. And I have my little bells on, so I'm chiming away here, too. You know. Good, good. You're all set. You're definitely... Okay. On the on the same page in the in the right vibe. Yeah. So tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Well, um, I'm a clairvoyant medium and a psychic, and I um, am a healer as well. I've been doing healing work for many, many, many years, as well as readings. And um, I have a practice, a holistic healing center, in Massachusetts, in Concord, with my husband Jonathan, and we've been there for twenty plus years. And um, I see clients. Um, a lot, and I do groups and galleries and um, radio work, and I love what I do. <laughs> and how is that going with uh, with your husband? It's kind of hard to be uh, working together, isn't it? You know, it it really is not. It, we just flow. It, we're very, very blessed, I have to say. We flow in all areas, um, raising a family together, having a business together. Probably the biggest challenge was when I had uh, my first child and um, and then subsequently my second you know, I kind of split off the fork into another direction of part-time at the office, at the center, and motherhood. So he kind of felt like he was left there holding the bag of the business. Um, but it's it's been wonderful. And, of course, now my kids are a little older. I'm, I've been able to, you know, integrate back in and, and work more. Um, but it's wonderful. You know, our office is just very close to our home, and the commute is minimal, tiny, and um, we have a solid uh, footing in a wonderful community, so it's just been a blessing all around. Really easy, I have to say. Well, cool. So, yeah. um, and you're in Massachusetts. We are Concord, which is sort of a mystical, magical place. You know, um, there's rumor that Concord is actually on top of a crystal city, and um, you know, way deep down in the earth. I'd love to talk to Allison about that. Um, but you know, it's the home of Ralph Waldo Emerson and Thoreau, and um, you know, one of the first towns settled um, from England off the Mayflower boats. And then, of course, we're up near Salem, which is you know, which country, and it's just a wonderful part of New England. A lot of history here. Yeah, I'm from uh, Rhode Island originally. Oh, okay. So you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I kind of miss it at times, uh, but other times, like right now in winter, no. Yeah, I'm I don't mind the winter. I really I'm enjoy spoiled. it. But, I'm, you know, I have a lot of Celtic blood. I'm Scottish, English, so I love that cold, misty, mystical weather with the hot tea and the fire. <laughs> Um, I, I enjoy New England a lot. It's a very grounded place. It's old and it's it's just very um, mystical. Yeah, I kind of uh, like I said. I kind of miss it in a way because you know it is with the energies up there. It's so wonderful. 
Um, yeah. but, you know, like I, I've been down in Florida now 24 years, so I'm kind of spoiled with mild winters. Yes, definitely. So, I, I understand that, Michael. I'm not I'm not a big fan of humidity and heat, so I'm I'm really good with the cool, crisp air up here. <laughs> Keep me in the north. I'm happy. So it works out pretty good. And, uh, and where I'm at in Florida, it seems like the energy's uh, there's like a vortex here or something. Yeah. So wonderful. And what, how would you describe that vortex? Um, it, it's just so uplifting. Oh, that's and, great. You know, um, that's the ocean. Yes. It's got Definitely. to be on the uh, Gulf of Mexico side, and it's very calm, unless there's a storm that comes by, and then uh, then you'll start seeing some waves coming in. Mm-hmm. And, and you've it, got a lot of dolphin energy there, which is a wonderful. Yeah, dolphins, manatees. So yeah. It's a, uh, interesting, uh, the energies out here, and, and I just love it. Oh, that's great. It's so wonderful when we find our right place, you know, and connect with it. I've lived in California. I've lived in San Diego. I've lived in the Bay Area. I've lived in... Minnesota. I've lived in New York. I'm from New York originally. Um, I've lived around about a bit, and um, this is home. I've lived in Seattle. I've lived in the Pacific Northwest, but this really feels like my roots and my home. And you know, after I moved uh, here, I went to college here many years ago and then left and traveled around and then came back. And um, I found out way late in the game that my ancestry, my direct ancestry, settled in Concord in 1635, never having known that when I was called here to settle here. And um, I'm related to Ralph Waldo Emerson. He's my cousin, too. So I have a lot of, like, ancestral anchoring here. And this is where my whole life's work has blossomed. So it feels really good when we find our right place, you know. And there's many ways to do that. You can use astrocartography, which is the using astrology to find um, your your best place for you on the planet. And um, you know, there's a lot, like you said, feeling a vortex, tuning in. It's just really great when we find our our feet. So what's it like coming from a lineage of psychic sensitives and healers? Uh-huh. So you've been doing this all your life, then. Well, I I have, but, you know, unbeknownst to me, I mean, you know, as a child, I was sort of a wise child, you know, counseling, compassionate, helping people, not knowing I was doing that. I was just being myself. Um, But I was born into this lineage um, of, like you said, psychic sensitives and healers. So I had a mother who was very aware of what psychic ability looked like, felt like, and um, when she was in the presence of it, she would never... She never called herself psychic. She was highly, highly sensitive and emotional. She was an actress, so she had a, a you know, a real pulse on her emotional uh, body and and was very expressive and I think was very psychic, but she didn't own that. But she would always say to me, oh, you're psychic, you know, since I was a very young child. You know, I'd tell her what was going to happen on the next page of the book or I'd say something about that lady down the street, you know, and she'd say, oh, you're psychic. So she, she just kept sort of open-minded about that and nourishing it in a very unpushy way. Um, But she did have, you know, I grew up around Ouija boards, tarot cards, Fate magazine, you know, the occult, the fascination with that. She would sit late at night and do automatic writing, and I would ask her what that is, and she would tell me. And So it was just, I absorbed the, the atmosphere, and I believe that I chose it, you know, before birth. I feel that I aligned, I was part of this soul group, this family, and I chose this particular Parentage. My dad was an astrologer and a musician, and my mother was an actress and um, a very sensitive um, psychically. And her mother, my grandma, was a medium and um, psychic. And so 
you know, it's definitely passed through. And then my ancestors were transcendentalists and theosophists, you know, truth seekers, the Emerson side. So um, it's all there. And I feel that I've done this probably in many other lives as well. And it just comes so naturally to me and effortlessly that, like I said in the beginning of my long rant here, um, <laughs> I was just being me and not realizing how sensitive and clairvoyant and attuned I was until I grew up and became an adult and went in consciously into the field of healing arts. That's when it became clear to me, oh, I can control this. I can, I can choose what to see when and, and how. So that was really good. Get a handle on it that way. Cool. So it means then your your kids know they can't get away with anything then, huh? <laughs> well, between myself and my husband who does muscle testing, kinesiology, I don't know if you know what that is, but uh-huh. you ask your body a question and it can't lie. So like if my 16-year-old came home and we wanted to know if he was drinking, he'd say, put your arm out, you know? <laughs> uh-huh. That's good. We're going to muscle test you. I was like, oh, man. Busted. Yeah. No, but yeah, I ha- my kids are both definitely really sensitive, and I have one in particular who's pretty psychically sensitive, and you know, was seeing the spirits when he was little and stuff, and so yeah, it's it's here, it's all here. Yeah, it's always interesting growing up with the with the gifts. Yes, and I and you know you you well you know you you yourself have them, and you and you interview so many of us on the on your show. Um, many, many, many stories of, you know, oh, I saw the spirits in my room every night and they scared me or they didn't scare me or I talked to them all the time or I hid because people would think I was weird. I mean, you hear that over and over with a lot of psychics and mediums. And then you also hear the other stories of, you know, sudden accidents or near-death experiences that will open it up for them. Um, I never had anything that dramatic. I just it just kind of flowed, you know, it just would, something would pour out of my mouth and I didn't have scary premonitions and stuff as a child that freaked me out. That the premonition stuff started coming in stronger as I actively was exercising my, my um, abilities by choice, being a healer, getting training, you know, learning to be an energy healer opened it up. And then I went and got training in clairvoyant work. And then um, I still, you know, take courses in mediumship and, and I have a mentor and, I love I love learning, so I, I never stop. Yeah, and I did the same thing too. I'm constantly constantly learning and uh, and trying out some new things. Is uh, you know that's what I love about it. I know we do a dark room mediumship, and um, some people are like, "Well, what's that?" It's like yeah, we basically we darken the room. There's no lights on in there, and we've got a trumpet like the old spiritualists used to do. Nah, nice, uh, yeah. Little, Glow in a dark little band around the base of it and all, and um, you get a guided meditation to make your guides, and you have your eyes open, and you see orbs flying around. You can see the um, the trumpet moving. You can actually see shadows moving in front of it because all of a sudden it's gone. Oh yeah. And then it's back, so it's it's very interesting, and I love uh, working with uh, with the energies like that. Yes, I um one of the weeks that I did at Stansted at the Arthur Findlay College, which is I'm sure you've probably heard of it, the college for mediumship and training in, in all that work, the spiritualist um mediums there. Uh, there they did a class when I went on um one evening they did a special demonstration of physical mediumship and it was amazing. I mean the room was dark like you said and uh the medium who was running it sat in this in this box, this booth thing with a red light. Yep. And we watched her face just change and change and change, and the room was 
ice cold, you know, just it went really cold with spirit energy. And uh, people were starting to feel um, ectoplasm actually starting on their fingers. And it was a phenomenal. And it wasn't spooky. It was wonderful. You know, yeah. it was just just so precious is the word that comes to mind to to come that thin between the veils of the worlds and, and to be, be in that presence. It was just lovely and exciting. Yeah, I think our teacher that we have, uh, Reverend James, 85 years old, sweetheart. Uh, and I believe this week is what we're going to be doing with that because she has a red light. So we turn that on right before we do the guided meditation. And then we turn that on to adjust everyone back to the light. And uh, it took me two weeks to make sure that there was not a single light anywhere. Computers, they glow. Right. So I'm like, man, where does that light coming from? There's no lights up there. Everything's turned off. Mm, yeah, the computer could still be turned off, but there's parts inside that like to still glow. So I had to go ahead and, and cover those up. And fluorescent lights, yep. they glow. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, really? So it took a couple of weeks, but now there's nothing that glows in there. And she said that uh, this week she's going to go ahead and um, do the same thing with um, the red light on and do the uh, the mediumship and um, do for the ectoplasm and all that. Oh, man, it's so amazing. I mean, there was a woman doing our mediumship, uh, physical mediumship, and she, like, there would be a beard would come on to her and a hat, and then she would she would change into, like, a bonnet from, like, the 1800s, you know? It was incredible. Yeah. And, and she actually eventually spoke and let the spirit speak through her. She was, you know, doing trance, and it was just, it was just amazing. Yeah, and we have a few people that, you know, they'll be, like, um, you know, their guides are there, and they want to get a message through, so they'll go ahead and start talking. And you can hear the different tones in people's voices that it was like, okay, that's not them. Right, right. And we also did table tipping there, like you were talking about the trumpet. Um, the table tipping is when two mediums gently rest their fingertips very gently on a three-legged table, and the table starts building the energy, the spirit who comes through. Um, starts building the energy and rocking the table back and forth until it actually moves across the room. And my grandfather, who, you know, I hadn't heard from ever, you know, in, alive in, in in this state of consciousness, you know, I didn't know him. He died long before I was born. I'd never gotten a message from him from a medium or anything. His energy was powerful, strong, and he came walking across the room right to me on this as at a table. And then the the medium that was there doing the work, the head teacher, interpreted him, and she just nailed him. It was just so vivid and real. I was weeping. I was just so excited to be with him in 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 the flesh, so to speak. Although he was in the form of like a presence of a table, but it was incredible. Yeah, and I think um, we'll end up going ahead and trying that too, doing the uh, the table tipping. Yeah. A whole bit, and people are just amazed, you know, at um, you know what goes on during the um, during the dark room. Yeah. You know, and it is, and and people even feel it too, because I'm like, you know, I know we have problems with the air conditioner because for some reason they put the thermostat in like a little alcove. Uh huh. So, but um, you know, all of a sudden everyone's like, oh, it feels a little warm in here. And it's like, all right. So we'll adjust the air, and it's like, all right, that feels nice and comfortable because we do about a good half hour or so of just talking about right. spirituality. And, all. and everyone's like, all right, you're comfortable. So the teacher's like, well, you know, if you brought a sweater, put it on. And they'll put it on, and everyone's like, you know, afterwards they're like, oh, my God, it's freezing in here. Uh-huh. And, I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, because, you know, a lot of times I'm trying to listen to what's going on, and, you know, and I don't hear the air conditioner going on, and it's like, yep, yeah, there goes the temperature. It's dropping. Or all of a sudden, it's getting you know real hot in there, 
And everyone's like, wow, the temperature's really changed in here. It's like, mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, it hurts around, and it's wonderful. You know, I love I love doing that, that type of work. Oh, me too. Do, so are you, like, sitting as, um, are you learning trance channel, trance, trance mediumship? Uh, yes. Mm. We're doing a dark room, and we're doing a mediumship, and people want me to go ahead and learn. To yeah. do that. I'm like, you know, the only problem with that is um, I want to be totally aware of everything that's going on. Right. You have to be a certain kind of person or have a lot of – I mean, you can sit in study of that for years yeah. to develop deep trance, you know. It's a serious, deep practice. Yeah, and uh, they, everyone keeps telling me, they said, well, you're a natural for it. You go right in and, and no problem. I'm like, yeah, I still don't like that idea. I still want to be totally consciously aware of everything that's going on with my body. I right, like giving up control. That's too much. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I was like, you know, I'm not sure about that one. But, you know, I, I may go ahead and give it a try sometime because I can feel myself all of a sudden going under. Uh-huh. And, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, no, you don't. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's like I want to know what's going on. I want to know what's being said. So. Yeah. It's, it's 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 so fascinating. And honestly, having grown up in that world of, you know, like I said, the, the tarot and the Ouija board and all that stuff around, it's very comforting to me. I the whole subject matter of metaphysics and the metaphysical and the mystical is just home. It's so comfortable to me. I love it. Yeah, uh, evidently I've been doing this for every single one of my lifetimes since I was became an incarnate spirit. So. Wow. I'm like, okay, it's like, bring it on, I'm ready, you know. <laughs> well, look what you're doing for the world now, Michael. You're running this great show, you know. So, And there's so many facets and ways that we can – we can um, work in the metaphysical world and, and assist the enlightenment of the planet, you know. So thank you yeah. for doing this part anyway. And thank you for being a part of it. And uh, and like yourself, you know, I've got a physical center. And we're at 800 square feet, and by June we're actually uh, expanding next door, adding on another 800 square feet for the actual church itself. Oh, fabulous. We yes, you can do have- and classes yeah. and workshops. That's what we have. We have a big room, and Jonathan teaches cleanses, and, and we have lectures and demonstrations, and it's great. Yeah, because we can fit um, 20 people in a circle um, in a center, Uh huh. but we want a little bit more space in between people, so we've limited it to 16 mm-hmm. um, in the class, and even though we've actually had to go ahead and do two darkroom classes a night, and we may end up having to add a third because so many people want to do it. Wow, that's wonderful. So do you have, like, a screening process for people who want to come to this, or do you just let anybody come? Uh, we have them talk with the teacher first mm-hmm. and see. But uh, we have uh, one class that was predominantly a lot of people who have worked together before, and then we have another one for people who are interested in it, and they still have to go ahead and, uh, you know, and talk with the teacher and talk with me as well. And do you uh, do platform demonstrations of mediumship at your place as well? Yes. That's uh, great. Thursday nights, we call it Messages from Spirit. Yep. And I'll get up, and, and we do a house service where we welcome spirit. We pray for protection the whole bit. Um, mm-hmm. And only invite those in who are of the white light, of course, and uh, loved ones or our guides. And uh, there'll be myself that will be able to do a couple of readings, a couple of messages, and a few other people will get up and do them as well. Wonderful. Wonderful. It's always fun to go ahead and do that and see what spirit has for messages. Yes, and what part of Florida are you in? Uh, right, just north of Tampa, right in the Tampa Bay area. Oh, okay, great. Yep, I've been there. Yeah, so we'll have to have you down at the center. You and your husband come on down for a little uh, work uh, vacation. Oh, that would be wonderful, and we've got dear friends who live there in Tampa too. So 
Yeah, so you know, come down in and visit them and uh, and come up. Write it the- off. <laughs> yeah, write offs are always good. Yeah, well, we can talk about that. I'd be delighted. That would be wonderful sometime to do that. Cool. Well, do you want to grab a couple of calls? I do. I'm. I'm starting. The energy's starting to move. I'm starting to rock. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm uh, physically rocking back and forth, which means the energy's coming in. <laughs> okay. Cool. Well, let's go ahead and we'll bring on uh, Michael from Florida. Hello, Michael. Hello. How are you? Doing Hi, great. Michael. How can we help you tonight? Uh, I was uh, uh, wanting to know of any potential romantic interests in the future, like a long-term relationship. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, be a little more specific for me, Michael. Are you currently in a relationship now, or have you recently been in one? Uh, no. It feels like it's been a while that you've been on your own. Uh, yep. Yeah. Okay. Would it be fair to say mm, four, four or five years? Yep, you could say okay. that. Okay. All right. Um, so I'm going to just tune in for a second and see what spirit wants to uh, convey to you. Love, 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 love. That's the first thing I get really loud and strong. So there's... Um, there's a little bit of energy that I'm that I'm seeing, um, Michael, from your you know past, but more recent past. In these last couple of years, um, you're getting better. But before that, there's this like stuck. It's about uh, loving yourself, and there's you know, spirit wants to encourage you through my message to um, to really look at that and 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 what that means for you. How are you taking care of yourself? How are you? Um, talking to yourself in in your positive voice, not the negative self-talk, because there's a way in which your energy field needs to open up and flow more in a a feeling of self-love or love in general, and that will start to move out into the world and vibrate and start to attract and peak interest. Um, I don't know if you've been depressed or or just, you know, discounting um, yourself in some ways energetically, but it feels like that has created somewhat of a block for you around relationship. Yeah, I've been in a funk for a little a little bit. Yeah, okay. Um and are you 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 know, you didn't say your last name, so I don't know how you, if you want to answer this, but are you um have you been um medicated at all? No. No, okay, good. So, I mean, not good or bad. It just it just gives me a clear idea of of where we're at in your auric field energetically. Because sometimes the meds, although can be very necessary, they can create it's like a sluggishness in the energy field sometimes around moving energy. Um, so I'm being shown you you walking in outside in nature. Now you, you're in Florida, right? So you can get outside. It's warm. Michael and I just had a long discussion about how beautiful it is there. Um, you need to be near the water and the ocean to clean and cleanse your auric field. And I don't know if you were listening to Allison's show before me, um, but working with crystals is is would really work for you. Would really is lighting up for something for you to be doing if you don't already have some. Um, to really cleanse your energy field, it, there's some personal energetic work to be done before you tra- attract in this this uh, partner. Um, they're just you need to do some clearing. Okay. Um, are you willing to do that? Absolutely. Yeah. I okay. That. Great. Do you um, have you ever meditated or done any kind of spiritual practice? Um. Yeah. I. Uh, um, uh, yeah. Very much. I go to I do yoga. 
Okay. I used to go to the church. I used to do a lot of meditating, probably more frequently than lately. Okay, good. So getting back into that is important. Um, I'm seeing that your crown chakra, there's like a, a spider web over that, and that needs to be opened and reconnecting your connection to the divine because it's your divine self, you know, being reflected um by the divine and making that connection strong again will start to infiltrate through your crown chakra, throughout your chakras and your energy field and light you up and relight your connection to harmony, to life, to love, to that juice of of wanting to dance with another. And when you start to emanate that feeling and that energy frequency through your being, through your spiritual body, your energy body, that will start to create a vibrational frequency that will start to get you out of this funk and pull that energy towards you. Um, I'm seeing, um, interestingly enough, I'm seeing a possibility. I've got two female energies that I'm seeing sort of projected in the future, and one is brunette and one is blonde. So keep your eyes out for both of those. And um, and I feel like one is very playful and physically energetic and um it moves physically quickly, moves her body quickly, um, is very bouncy. And the other one is more soft. The brunette is softer and and more um, quiet and, and like contemplative. But they're both delightful energies. So keep your eyes out and ears out for that connection. And certainly you have to do your legwork too. You've got to let your friends and your networks know that you're serious, that you're interested, you're open. I'm also seeing, Michael, I don't know how your um, diet is, but I feel like you're needing more green energy, vibration, good vibration energy like smoothies, maybe with kale in them, vegetables, um, you know, fruits and vegetables, um, clean eating, less sugar, stuff like that. Um, that's going to also help assist your energetic field to pull out of this funk. Th- there's like this cloud around your around your upper head and shoulders that it's it's all um, your own thinking I'm seeing that's doing this to you. So to really pull out of that funk, you need to make your reconnect to the divine, get out in nature and walk and breathe, start smiling, physically smiling. That really feeds your adrenals, and um, and. Start affirming your life with gratitude, and I promise you the energies will start to shift. It looks like I'm seeing I'm seeing 2014, honey. So, you know, by 2014, n- n- the end of this year, you're going to start really feeling very different if you if you really take what I'm saying to heart and start to um, practice some of that. By the end of the year, there'll be a shift around the holidays. I feel is when this person will come. You'll you'll connect. You'll meet her like a spark through um, maybe holiday gatherings or something. Thank you. You're welcome. Blessings. Let us us know how everything goes, Michael. Yes. Okay, have a great night. You too. You know, it's interesting, while I was reading for Michael, and he he asked this question, I pulled a card for him from um, Colette Baron-Reed's Avalon, uh, deck wisdom of Avalon. I love that deck, and I pulled the love, the love marker, love. So it's definitely coming in. It's coming. Cool. It's so cool. And, yeah. And before he knows it, too, that one year is going to go by so fast. Going to be like, you know, because right now he's probably saying a year. No, I know, year. I know. He just has to keep reconnecting to himself, and that will emanate forward, and he'll draw it in. Yeah, because I know some so many people where it's like, oh, I'm seeing this, you know, six months or a year from now, and they're like, 
you got to be kidding. you got to wait that long, and all of a sudden the time comes by, it happens. And I'm like, That's See, right. I want it yesterday. But you know what? We are speeding up on the planet, as you know, the frequency. Everything is happening so fast. I mean, Monday is here, and then, boom, it's Friday, and then it's Sunday night again. You know? <laughs> it's like, wow. Where yeah, do we no, go? Yeah, I'm like, you know, it's like last week we just did Dark Room, and I'm like, okay, I'm getting ready to do it again. Right. And, you know, you really want to watch Time Fly. Watch a child grow. <laughs> it flies. I know we've got um, a nephew in California that we haven't seen at all, and it's already—he's already going to be five. And, and uh, he's stuck in your mind at like one, right? <laughs> you picture yeah. this baby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because you know, but she, you know, his mom, you know, our niece keeps sending us pictures all the time, and we do Skype every once in a while and talk to him and stuff. And but it's still—it's like it grows so quickly. Yep, it's really a good marker for how fast life flies. It's about too quick sometimes, but yeah, that's of it. Yep. Well, let's go ahead. We'll bring on uh, Carol from Ohio. Hello, Carol. Hi. Thank you for uh, taking my call. I really appreciate it. Hi. Hi. The show has been very interesting. Good. Uh, I've enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. What I'm calling about is I seem to be going through a bit of a releasing. My son came home for a weekend and then left. But lately, when he comes home and leaves, I'm... It's affecting me more, and and I fall into tears and everything. And I think it might be bringing up something from could be past life or whatever else that I need to release because there's really no reason for me. I mean, he's been in college three years. Yeah. Okay. Um, so is your question around that? What is what is the energetics what, of that? Yeah. What is the energetics of it, and how can I best? I deal with it, just release, 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 or sit yeah. With it. Well, well, I'll tell you what spirit's giving me, and we together we'll we'll figure out what the message is. Um, okay. I'm being shown the image of a bear, of the mama bear, and um, there comes a time, particularly with mothers and sons, that you need to cut those cords and yes. for him to fully become a man. You know, not not a man that's tied to mama's apron strings, pleasing mama internally, worrying about mama, all that, seeking mama's approval. But really being a man, strong, standing on his own two feet, um, a full human being, separate from the opposite sex parent. For girls, the same thing with their fathers. But we, you know, need to cut the ties with our sons and let them go to stand strong on their own. And the mother bear... What she does when she's ready to release her young into the wild, she takes them far from, you know, the home camp, wherever they have their, their nest or whatever you call it, their den, and out into the, the woods. And the, and the young bear thinks that they're just on another hunt or something. And then she starts, she leaves them and starts to walk away. And when they follow, she turns around and roars her most ferocious roar at them, like pounding your chest kind of roar. And they stop, and they back off, and then she turns around and starts walking away. And when they turn and they start following her, she does it again, and she roars ferociously like this until they stop following her footsteps, and she leaves them, and never to you know go seek them out again. I think eventually they run into each other, um, the bears in their in their collective groups, wherever part of the region they are. But for a period of time, it is understood no more. You're free now. So I feel that this trans- transition is what's going on for you guys, and it is it is a temporary phase. It's going to work itself out. Um, lighten up about it. Just uh, just kind of accept it, flow with it. Try not to project too much onto it um, with your with your thoughts, your thinking. Just be with what is, and let it sort of just melt, like you said, release. 
Um, But don't feel like you have to push it away. Just allow it space to express itself. Right. Well, see, he's been in, he's been lived away from home for three years, and you know we maybe talk sometimes not even you know maybe once a week or once a month or yeah and see each other every so I don't know you know I'm, I've cut the ties. I mean, he was talking about uh, leaving school, and I had to make peace with that because it was his decision. Yeah, and he he ultimately didn't, but that was completely his decision. So I really. I'm not that much involved in his life. So yeah, it's more of the emotional tie. It's not so much the physical. It's more the um, the places that he filled in your life, in your identity as his well, mother. Be, okay, I understand that, but could it be maybe my – because I'll tell you before, when he would come to visit, it would be like, okay, don't let the door hit you on the way out. When you go <laughs> Again, that was another phase. He's That's also changing, evolving, becoming the full expressive soul that he is to be yeah. in, in, in this life. And you're watching that metamorphosis. It's beautiful. Okay. It's moving. It's it's okay. so awe-inspiring. There's so many emotions that can go with that. It's hard to even put into words. Okay. You know, gratitude comes to mind, just graciousness oh, and okay. gratitude for this beautiful gift that oh, I, I do. divine has given you, you know. And I ask the angels to watch over him. Both my yep, friends. it's great. And, you know, what I'm seeing is like an oval, an elliptical shape where he's going to go stretch way out onto the tip of that oval and also come back again, like, like the way the orbit, the planet orbits around sure. another planet. He comes and goes, and it will continue throughout the rest of your life. Um, there will be different phases of closeness and distance and closeness and Certainly, okay. you're in relationship with him. So as he matures, leaves, he's left school, gets into his life, there'll be times in that elliptical orb where he'll come closer to you, and you can communicate with him, you know, your truth, whatever it is at that phase of your relationship. What's his name? Charlie. Charlie, you know, gee, Charlie, I'm really noticing I'm, I'm longing for deeper contact with you. I don't know why. I just feel like we, we really haven't sat down and had a real chat. And my goodness, look how you've matured and evolved. And I'd love to check in, you know, just, sure. just speak your truth in a non-clingy, gooey way. Right. No, no, I'm, not, I'm really not clingy. And it's not I, do, I see I that you're not. Now. I really do. I, I, not. I need you. Well, I, I understand. But, uh, but I, listen, I used to be. <laughs> Trust me, you know. Years yeah, ago, so you've I grown was, a lot. But I so see I him. Have. As really appreciating you for not being gooey, and um, he's trying to define himself and find his own feet, you know, and trying to find his own confidence in okay. his um, opinions, decisions, his choices right. without your yeah. influence for his in, for his internal process. Oh no, it's so important, absolutely. That's why I had when he when he you know left school, and then I I just gave him my advice, and I really had to back off, and I couldn't be passive aggressive or anything else. Yeah, I had yeah. to make peace with it and say this is his decision. And who am I to say? Right. Well, he does appreciate it. He really does. And the more you are quiet and just lovingly observe his choices and then just relate with him in the present moment as, you know, person to person, the son, the more you do that with without energy projecting onto him that he can psychically feel unconsciously or consciously, um, the the better the relationship grows, more solid, because he becomes more solid in himself. He trusts you more, and sure, then sure. he will, you know, start to show his appreciation of the relationship more. 
with you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, that's that's great. I was just hoping because I've had I've been uh, working towards this relationship, a personal intimate relationship for me, and I'm very fearful of it. And I was hoping this was maybe an opening up of something that was kind of buried deep inside of me. And he was being the catalyst. Uh huh. Like fear of abandonment. Yeah. Fear of, loss. fear of abandonment, fear yeah. of rejection, and, and, you know, and so that's what I was hoping this emotion was coming up. Well, who better, was... who better to teach you about breaking your heart open than your son, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no, I mean, as a mother, as a mother there's, oh. there's no protection. You know, your heart Breaking is raw. Teachers, absolutely. And so I'm actually welcoming this. I mean, you know, through the tears, I'm welcoming this coming up because it's opening up a part of me that has been kind of closed off for a while. See how wise oh. you are? See how wise yeah. you are? Yeah. You know. Okay. okay. <laughs> I just, yeah, I appreciate that. And you're so right with children. You do have to let them go. And, and it does wane and flux and everything else. because And they you know, come back. They do come back come into back your life. Yep. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it, and I, I love, I love everything you said, and and um, many blessings. Thank you so much. You too, Carol. Okay. Bye bye. Good night. Good night. Good night. This looks beautiful readings. Hmm. Wonderful information. Hmm. And you do uh, readings as well over at uh, the center. Oh, yeah, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of private readings, uh, energy healing, and then group um, group messages. Do you, uh, do you do just Reiki, or do you have other healing modalities that you do as well? Oh, no, I actually don't do Reiki. Um, oh, okay. No, I do uh, reconnective healing, which is Eric Pearl's um, work. I don't know if you're familiar with that. And um, I, was, uh, I studied the Barbara Brennan School of Healing, so... I do very sort of deep, intricately involved chakra work, chakra healing, clearing, restructuring, charging, um, and then it connects into the emotional emotional body. I'm also a hypnotherapist. I'll do past life regression work, um, inner child healing, you know, stuff, um, something called etheric plane communication, which is a very beautiful, powerful, graceful way to heal relationship um, in a relaxed sort of hypnotic state. Uh, you're able to communicate with loved ones that are living in your life or deceased, but on on the etheric plane without having to have direct confrontation in person. Um, a lot of healing can take place that way. So I do a lot of cord healing, healing of cords between chakras and tears in the auric field, all kinds of things like that. And the astral stuff, astral, you know, you can find objects in the astral body from past lives like spears and <laughs> arrows, I mean, all kinds of things in people, you know, nooses around their necks from past lives being hung, you know, blocking the fifth chakra, lots of things. Cool. It's fascinating, wonderful work, yeah. Yeah, I'm bad. I automatically assumed that when you said we should do the healing work and everything else, and I know you talked about the different ones, but I automatically assumed that, you know, that you were doing Reiki as well. And, and I No, you know, back when I was a massage therapist in the early, early days of my of my healing work, I was a masseuse, and um, I did level one of Reiki, and it was beautiful, you know. It felt like light bulbs in my hands, but when I witnessed Barbara Brennan's work, um, I knew she was my teacher, and so I went to her four-year uh, school her college for energy healing and it's in florida actually um it's in boca raton is its base and and i think the school's actually in miami and um you can get now it's evolved so much i i left in 97 but i graduated but you can get a bachelor of uh, healing science now an actual ba a degree 
through her school. It's accredited. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Incredible training. One of the premier energy healing schools on the planet, in my opinion. So, I'll yeah. check that out, because I'm always interested in the different um, healing techniques and everything that's out there. Oh, it's profound. I mean, they work you hard for four years. You you yourself are working on your own healing process so that you can be as clear a vessel or channel for the energy work to come through you for your clients, you know. It's amazing. It's amazing work. You, it's a requirement that you be in therapy while you're at school for four years because so much healing occurs in your own life during the training. Oh, yeah, you definitely need to uh, to go ahead and do that in order because if you can't heal yourself, you can't really go ahead and heal other people. Yeah, and, and interestingly enough, you'll find that right, we're always evolving and unfolding, and the clients that will come into my my practice often will reflect something that I'm working through myself. So it's perfect, you know. <laughs> it's amazing cool. how spirit works. Yes. Well, let's go ahead. I think we've got time. We'll grab another call here. Okay. All the way from, oh, let me see, switch for the left correctly. All the way from San Francisco, it's Rachel. Hello, Rachel. Hello. Thank you so much for taking my call. You're welcome. Hi, Rachel. You know what? The way you started out your show with the healthcare system and every single word verbatim and the journey that you have been on, you are so on the money. I mean, I am a personal, uh, gosh, I don't even know what word, victim, but I know that's not the correct word, but you're right. I see it in so many ways, and you are on the money more than what I could ever explain with words to you on this show in this short amount of time, but you're right. Thank you, and uh, I'll be posting more on my uh, Facebook page, and I'm getting responses and uh, people telling me to call the news media, and it's like, oh, I've already done that. It's true. Already, you know no. what? It's so true. But thank I'm you. I'm into but, like no. my fifth year of the same journey of what you had just described. I mean, it just validated everything that I'm not the only one. Cool. Well, oh, what a blessing. Yes. Yeah. So, how can uh, Catherine help you tonight? Uh, help you with your healings? Catherine, I was wondering. I'm feel like that. I have just currently, you know, I've done quite a bit of work these past five years, I would say the most, the last three, and I know I'm more wondering what is currently the new chapter in my life coming up, the life direction, and the career finances, you know, that... Mm -hmm relationship because this is a big deal right now so career finances relationship that's all that's like three categories of direction is that is that what you mean you've been doing a lot of work what clearing out getting conscious healing what do you mean doing a lot of work all of it (laughs) yeah i had to heal my son's you know passing Mm -hmm. i had to really look at myself and now it's interesting I have the image, image Rachel of the phoenix rising from the ashes um for you and as you were speaking and I was tuning in to spirit and listening I just kept hearing rebirth 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 um when you said what's next I've done work for 3 to 5 years um 
and that was a huge, you know, layer upon layer. Uh, and still, you know, it's interesting. I know, as you mentioned, what's coming career, finance, relationship, you're speaking of things ready to go outward. You're ready to put your energy out into the world. Um, and I have to be honest with you, the first thing I was given was your connection with your inner, your spirit, yourself. But also I saw definitely an image of you writing. And I don't know if you're going to share your story or write a book or just writing for your own healing like journalings, but writing things down uh, just really lit up. So either you have been doing that all along and I'm seeing it, I'm remotely viewing you doing it, or it's coming in something as a message that you need to be doing. Do you understand you this no image? Art. Beyond what I can even tell you, yes. I okay. just had a gentleman come in the restaurant, and he goes, I need to give you a message. And he goes, you need to write a book. And he goes, maybe a screen play. Don't forget us, little people. And that was just last week. Wow, that's really far out. So, so you know, your spirit is trying to get through to you about this deep internal process you've been through is is not for naught and that you are to you know bring it forward out into into the world in a in a in a way that's coherent tangible um helpful and a service to to humanity really you know okay. um okay. and that may be in a very creative way it doesn't have to be you know self-help book per se it could be you know a novel a story a play um, and, but that's down the road. There's something uh, first important about I, I'm hearing sifting through, sifting through, um, ah, and I'm t- sifting through the ashes where you find the treasures, the shiny bits, you know, and you and you look at them and you hold them in your hand. I mean pieces of your life, the events, part of the tapestry that you are bringing that forward in a coherent, cohesive way with like a thread that, that follows and, and, and tells your story, it unravels. And it must have to do with this book that we're talking about. because um, It does. It does. There's something about it, but you, you need discipline. They're telling me you need the discipline to really sit down and take yourself seriously and to do it and just start writing. And then um, you're going to pull in a friend or a friend of a friend, someone who's going to help you edit and, and clean it up and clarify and get to the point and simplify it so people it will hold people's attention span. Um, I feel that you, they're saying you have a lot to say, Rachel. And uh, it's more than just, you know, books. Yes, you know, it's it's not like if you get a number one bestseller on the New York bestseller, selling Times thing, New York Times, maybe you'll make a million. But other than that, you know, it's not a huge lucrative way to make money, but it's important that it gets written because it's a step in your unfolding um, path that's, of this rebirth that I'm seeing for you. Um, what has your work been? Restaurant. You own a restaurant. Well, my boyfriend owns a restaurant, and it's kind of coming to a close. Yeah, you're you're not you're bored there. There's like a part. It's great. You're you know you're great with people and all of that, and you like moving your body. I see that, but there's a part of you that's being dis that's cut off. That's not getting getting expressed. 
in you that's much deeper. It's a deeper spiritual part of yourself, and it's time. It's saying it's time now, and it's time for you to do that, and that comes through the writing, through a contemplative internal process that needs to be expressed. It's sensitive. It's powerful. It has strength and conviction, this voice in you. And it needs to be expressed. And it has a lot to do with full circle healing of your son's passing. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, the writing may lead to uh, other career things and finances. Um, because of that, I don't see, like, oh, you're going to go teach, you know, children. Oh, you're going to become an administrative assistant. I'm not getting that kind of information at all. It feels like deep productive soul work that comes to fruition and bears fruit, and that will open uh, the way for you. So pray in your meditation time, Rachel, to really, to your guides, ask your guides to really be clear and show you the path. But do start writing or journaling because it's going to open something up. All right. (laughs) Just tell me things that I have heard from in one week, it would wow. blow well, your mind. Wow, well, time to get get behind that keyboard then, sister. Even my son sent me a message in my dream. He was writing, and I was asking him. I'm like, okay, babe, are you in school now? <laughs> He's like, no, Mom, right, right. You have to write. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay, got it, got it, got it, got it. Now and I know. before you go, is there a J name that you would understand or Jason or something like that? Yep, Jarek, that's him. Okay, because he's coming through. I saw the J-A, and he gave me Jason, but that's just to get it into my brain that it's a J-A. Just say that, and she'll get it. So that's he's here, and there's direct love from him to you. I know that. <laughs> you do know he that. <laughs> he is, you know what? He is my twin. He is my soulmate, and mm. I love him more than anything that is. I, you know what? I am so grateful that I had. You had him and have him, and in some ways you're actually closer with him in spirit. This is how your relationship is is blooming. Yes, but I still want to sit with him and just laugh. Of course. And I I keep trying to learn how to communicate with him better, you know, how – all these, I saw John Edward, Hollister Rand, I did all the quieter, The quieter you get in your spirit, in your emotional body, it's okay to be soft and weepy, but um, to, the more connected and quiet you are from in your heart, that's where you connect with him. You will feel him, hear him. You'll know he's with you, and he will hear you. You will hear his voice in your head. You'll feel him around you. You'll feel his presence speaking to you you know what i do do that a lot more this year than what i have before but i wasn't ready you know until this right. year exactly it takes and time so it's kind of cool but no i mean he you know i know that we will always no matter where when why what year what millennium whatever we're together oh, wonderful he's my, he's my other half Oh, God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> Let us know how everything goes for you, okay, Rachel? I'm sorry? Let us know how everything turns out for you. I will. You'll be reading my book. Well, I look forward to it. 
All right. Thank you both so much. And yeah. stay on that health care thing because you're right. It's horrible. It's a gnarly <laughs> uphill battle. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks, Sarah. We'll talk again real soon. You take care and enjoy your evening. I'm going to do a try. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I love it when the Twilight Zone sound comes. Oh, they sound like they're talking through two funnels. I know it is. It's. Uh, I think it's the Skype and everything else because I call in on Skype. Mm-hmm. So every once in a while, a little echo the calls too, and it's like that's just really strange. It's very expansive sounding. Yes. <laughs> Multi-dimensional. Well, Catherine, we're about out of time. So how can everyone get a hold of you for uh, private uh, readings? Oh, that's easy. You can go to um, CatherineGlass.com, www.CatherineGlass.com, or Facebook, um, Glass Psychic Medium, it's Psychic Medium Catherine Glass on Facebook, and 978-987-7289, and my lovely assistant, Kim, will book you. And the Healing Center, uh, for information on that, is at... That's HealingEssenceCenter.com, and all those links are connected. So HealingEssenceCenter.com and um, CatherineGlass.com. And my wonderful husband, Jonathan, helps people with all kinds of ailments. And long distance, local, doesn't matter. He's brilliant. So, yeah. Well, I look forward to having you on the show again real soon. And I want to thank you for being here. Michael, it was good to be back. So, well, I hopefully uh, you'll join us again real soon, and you have yourself a wonderful evening. You as well. Thank you so much. You're welcome, dear. I'll talk to you again soon. Okay. Blessings. Bye-bye. Uh, don't forget, everyone, visit our uh, website, be the light, spiritual and wellnesscenter.com. And don't forget, follow us here on Blog Talk Radio. Mark us as a favorite. Um, and, you know, let your friends know, because we have two phenomenal shows most days of the week. We're working on the first shows, uh, earlier shows. Um, lots of great things are coming up in store. And don't forget, I have some room on Facebook for a couple of, you know, if you want to follow me directly, you know, check out our page as well. And uh, I'll let you know about the health care issue, because I ain't done yet. You know me and my big mouth. So anyways, hopefully everyone is having themselves a wonderful evening. Don't forget, tomorrow night we have another phenomenal show. And if you haven't heard it yet, know this, that you are loved. Because Allison loves you, Catherine loves you, Arlene loves you, Teresa loves you, Rich loves you, God loves you, Ron loves you, and so do I, everybody. Good night.